Welcome to another episode of Journey to the Pit. I'm Jim Collins and I'll be your host this evening. Uh, tonight is a highly anticipated interview. We are interviewing a game fowl breeder and competitor from Mexico. Not from Mexico, but actually located in Mexico. Uh, this breeder is a very um, competitive guy. Many, many people know him in Mexico. And uh, we actually, this is our first interview. We will be using a translator. This is going to be the first of many. So uh, tonight we're going to have a very great interview to talk about a topic that has not really been talked about in the present tense uh, on Journey to the Pit prior before uh, due to the legality and locations and stuff like that. But with our special guest tonight being located in Mexico where they can legally show game foul, we'll be talking about tonight mainly on selection, pointing and showing. Those are topics that we typically have not talked about in the past with Journey to the Pit. So we figure now that, that we can bring y'all guys something new, something very informative, and we can talk about it from a legal standpoint. Also, too, uh, with Mr. Chima, like I say, he's a highly competitive person down in Mexico, uh, competing twice a week. So he's going to kind of walk us through all the things that we used to, some of the things that we used to do back in the day here uh, in the States. Uh, the great thing about it is we know there's a lot of Americans uh, that have farms in Mexico, that competed in Mexico, but uh, this would be a great opportunity to hear from somebody who's actively competing uh, today, and we'll get to talk about a lot of the things as far as his selection, his bloodlines, his feeding, his pointing, um, his temperature control. I think all of those things are very, very vital, and he'll be able to bring a lot of great information to the table. And like I say, guys, tonight, just be patient with us. Uh, we are uh, using a translator and all three of us is located in different locations. So they may be a little delay in the in the and uh, the wording or the response of the voice. But like I say, just bear with us um, again. Mr. Chuma is located in Mexico. He's doing this interview from Mexico. Then we have our translator and then myself. So like I say, we're just uh, all on the same screen but we're thousands of miles away from each other. So again, guys, do not get frustrated if there's a delay, anything in, in, the, um, in the communication or the voice. Just sit back, relax, learn. This is going to be an awesome, awesome interview. I will go ahead and say the disclaimer now anyway, which is not necessary due to the fact that Mr. Chema is located uh, in Mexico. The, all the information discussed in this interview is for historical, educational, and entertainment purposes only. None of this information is intended for any illegal purposes, and all information, uh, all opinions are respected of the individual. We have a lot of guys already checking in. We got South Cal checking in, South Carolina. Oh, we got actually Mexico checking in, which is not a surprise, being our special guest tonight is located in Mexico. We got Oklahoma, Ohio, Kentucky. Again, guys, thank you all guys for the support and chiming in tonight. Uh, I believe this would be another great interview. With a ton of game, uh, a ton of um, great information packed in the interview. And I'm not going to, uh, we got Fort Worth, Texas in, in the house, Gainesville, Louisiana. Appreciate y'all guys checking in from all over the place, all over the place. We got a YouTube checking in and also Facebook. So I'm going to go ahead and bring our special guest on tonight and our translator. We'll introduce them and we'll go ahead and get this show on the road. Also, guys, do not be shy about posting questions in a comment section. Uh, we will not be able to get to all the questions in the comments section, but don't be shy about posting them because what our game plan is to have Mr. Chuma on tonight 
to kind of talk about what we're going to talk about tonight and then bring him back on at a later date to address the questions that's in the comment section. So we may try to pull one or two questions out the comment section, but again, we want to try to uh, get as much information from Mr. Chuma tonight and then bring him on on a later date uh, to answer those questions. So let me go ahead and bring our special guest on. Uh, so we can go ahead and get this show on a roll. Everybody looks like they're ready. Here we go. Welcome, 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 guys. Tonight we have Mr. Ramon, which is going to be our translator, and Mr. Chuma Silver from Mexico. Welcome, guys, to the show. We greatly appreciate y'all coming on this evening. Good night, everyone. And buenas noches a todos. El día de hoy estaremos traduciendo a la señor Chema Silver. Good night, everyone. Tonight, when I be translated for Chema Siller, he's located in Mexico. So, guys, that's great. So, Raymond, what I would like uh, first, you know, again, uh, thank Mr. Chuma for coming on this evening. Uh, it's, it's a great pleasure to have somebody on, an uh, active breeder, an uh, active competitor on the show tonight from Mexico. I really would like, well, we really would like to thank him for coming on the show and sharing his information. Muchas gracias, Don Chema, por estar esta noche en la entrevista. Y estamos todos agradecidos por dar la información que nos va a dar a todos. Muchas gracias, Ramón. Muchas gracias, Jim. Primero quiero darles las gracias por invitarme a ser parte de esta comunidad, de este foro, para demostrar más que nada, aparte de lo que nos apasiona, demostrar en todo el mundo que no somos una minoría, que somos muchas personas que nos gusta y amamos el gallo de combate. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Ramon. He just want to show everybody that we're not, we're not alone. It's all over the world. Everybody like Kenfo. And thank you for being part of, of your Journey to the Pit interviews. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So listen, let's go ahead and get straight into the interview um, because I know we have a lot to cover, but we'll try to keep the interview as short as possible. So listen, the first thing I would like to ask Mr. Chuma is to tell us a little bit of history about himself for the people who do not know him. Lo primero que le gustaría preguntarles acerca de usted para la gente que no lo conoce. Okay, yo me llamo José María Siller Chema. Soy de Saltillo, Coahuila, México. Soy médico veterinario de profesión y vengo de una familia gallera por parte de mi padre, por parte de mi madre. Y es como nació el, el amor y el cariño a este deporte. So, his name is Chema Soler. He's from Mexico, Saltillo. He's a vet, a medic. He's been his whole life around Gamefall. His father, his grandfather, his uncle, everybody. And that's how, that's why he loves Gamefall. He's been okay. around his whole life. His whole entire life. So let's go ahead and start what I would like, because this show is going to mainly be about the showing aspect. What I would like to ask Mr. Chuma is, what bloodlines do he carry right now? ¿Qué líneas ahora tiene usted? Bueno, eh, ahorita en actualidad contamos con gallos giros, tanto Clemens o Richardson's, como Richardson's, eh, eh, en amarillo radio, sweaters, Albanese. Hatches y Asiles y sus cruzas. So he got Grace, Great Clements, Sweater, Albanis, Radios, that's in red color. And 
He also mm -hmm. has ASO. Asil con qué? He has ASO, huh? Yes. Hay sangres de Hatch, también tenemos Hatch. Doc Robinson, McLean, Lippers. So he got the Doc Robinson, Hatches, McLean, mm -hmm. and the Lippers. Okay, okay. So with those bloodlines, uh, you know, we know, uh, ask Mr. Chuma, how many times do he compete? Like in, a, in, you know, on a competitive basis? How many, is he very active or he compete once a month? How active is he? ¿Cuántas veces usted compite? ¿Qué tan activo es? ¿Una vez al mes? ¿Una vez a la semana? ¿Qué tan activo compite usted? Bueno, ahorita estamos más activos de lo que quisiéramos, compitiendo entre dos o tres veces por semana. He said right now he's a little active because of the situation, but he's competing twice to three times a week. Wow, twice to three times a week, huh? Wow, that's very, very competitive uh, and very active. Um, so, so since we know now his bloodlines and how active he is, uh, ask Mr. Chuma uh, when he does selection for a show, since he have all these different bloodlines. When he does selection hace, for a show. ¿Cómo hace para seleccionar sus líneas para un show? Do bueno, he have lo, the same selection okay. across? Eh, ¿Utiliza la misma selección para todas sus líneas? Eh, no, aquí lo que utilizamos es nos, nos basamos primero que nada en el estándar de la familia o de la raza. Tenemos que seleccionar aves acorde a su, a su estilo. So he said he select the birds according to the blow lines. Every blow line is different. So he selected different according to the blow line. Okay. And I, I won't ask him to go through every single bloodline. But let's just talk about the selection, say, from just four of his bloodlines. Let's talk about the grades. What do he look for in his grades um, as far as selection? No, no vamos a poder hablar de todas las líneas esta noche, entonces solamente vamos a tratar de hablar de cuatro. ¿Usted cómo selecciona sus giros? Ok, los giros, te, en lo personal me gusta un ojo rojo brillante, que no sean tan altos, el, el giro no es un gallo tan alto, dedos largos, el lomo que esté completamente recto, unas alas grandes, y la cola que está a la altura de la cabeza. Okay, so he like his gray to be red eyes, long mm -hmm. toes, the mm -hmm. back has to be straight, and the tail mm -hmm. cannot go past the head. The tail cannot go past, so he don't like a really, really high tail above the head, huh? No, no, no le gusta una, una cola de ardilla, ¿verdad? No, que esté a la altura de la cabeza, que sea una línea recta. He says it has to be exactly straight. He cannot pass the head. The head? Yes. Okay. Tell me something. With the grays, is the station high, medium, or low? Oh, la estación de sus giros son altos o medianos o chaparritos? Medianos. It's a medium station. Medium station. Okay. And you said he like long toes, right? De los largos, ¿verdad? Sí, eh, me gustan con dedos largos porque en el combate es el balance 
que va a tener el gallo a la hora de pelear. He said he like long uh, toes because that's the balance when they're competing. That's how they keep balance. Okay. So Raymond asks him, does he like long toes? And I don't want to get too far in a question, but do he like long toes on all of his birds or just the greys? Dice si le gusta los dedos largos en todas sus aves o solamente en los giros. Me gusta en, en las aves de navaja, me gustan todas las razas. En el asil, pues no es lo mismo porque son de dedos más pequeños. Dice on short neck, he like long toes, but in also they're different. The toes are a little different. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about, I'll let him choose. Let us let him give us a selection of one more, another one of his bloodlines, and I'll let him choose the bloodline he wanted to pick. Dijo que usted puede escoger la línea y cómo la escogería. Si yo escogiera una línea, mis favoritos son los giros y la escogería en base a, a la cantidad de, de torneos ganados de las sangres que estamos hablando. Sí, sí, pero otra, otra línea. Sangres ganadoras. A otra línea que escogería, por ejemplo, pues me gusta, me gustan mucho los, los Hatch, Doc Robinson Hatch, los Radios, pero, me gustan los Albanis. Una línea, una línea. So let's talk about the hatch. De, de los radios. Yeah, like Doc Robinson Hatch. ¿Cómo lo seleccionaría? ¿Cómo lo seleccionaría? Primero que sea que esté muy acorde a su fenotipo de raza, que no esté desproporcionado en cuestión de tamaño ni color ni la forma de la cabeza. Okay. So he said Doc Robinson Hatch. They had to look like Doc Robinson Hatch. They had to be the same color, and the fenotype had to be. Perfect, and the, the tail. He said he liked the tail. Not don't pass the head. Also, don't pass the head. Mm. How about the back? Does he like wide backs, like, medium backs, or how do you like the la back? espalda? Le gusta. Le gustan espalda anchas, espaldas delgadas, o no tan delgadas. No me gustan ni tan anchas ni tan delgadas. Que sea simétrico, que no esté desproporcionado el cuerpo del gallo. Que sea un gallo simétrico que esté proporcionado bien físicamente en cuestión de altura, tamaño y peso. Dice, it has to be perfect, not too wide, but according to the height of the rooster and the size of the rooster, it has to be according to the size, not too big and not too small, like medium. So more balance. Balance, yes, more balance. Okay, how about the keel bone? Yeah. El, el keel bone, la... La quilla. La quilla. Estamos hablando del hueso de la pechuga. A mí en lo personal me gustan huesos largos, que, que sea un hueso largo, pero que esté bien relleno de carne, que la pechuga esté completamente redonda, que no, que no sea una pechuga afilada o un killbone muy afilado, que esté completamente lleno de carne. Dice que le gusta el killbone muy largo. But he likes them when they have meat in it. He don't like them too fat, not too slim. They, they don't have to mm -hmm. be too pointy, and they have to be straight. It has to be straight. Okay. So he doesn't like he don't he doesn't like roosters with big big breasts, huh? Digo que entonces no le gustan los gallos que estén muy pechones. No, no me gustan ni muy pechugones ni con el pecho muy angosto. Siento que la, la, la pechuga es donde está la mayor parte de la fuerza del gallo. He said not, not too much press and then not too slim. It has to be according mm -hmm. to the size of the kill bone. 
because he said that's where the strength is. That's where the strength is, huh? La fuerza, verdad? Yeah. Yeah. Entonces, so, si, si no tenemos una, una, okay. No, no, sí. Si no tenemos una pechuga completamente redonda o con suficientemente con suficiente carne, el gallo no va a tener la fuerza necesaria en la hora del combate y más cuando son peleas apretadas. So he said, if you don't got a, a really nice kill bone with enough enough muscle in it, um, mm. the person is gonna have like the strength or the gameness to finish a fight. To finish, okay. Yes. So he he's, likes he's the breast more, more more faster. Okay. 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 So he doesn't like the breast too big, but not too small, because if it's too small. The rooster is not going to be able to finish or go a long, long distance in the show, huh? Yeah. Si tiene la pechuga muy pequeña, los pollos no, los gallos no pueden ir muy largos a las peleas porque no tienen demasiada fuerza, ¿verdad? Exacto. Y a la hora de recibir cortadas, pues si tenemos un, una pechuga grande, pues va a tener más donde recibir cortadas que si tenemos una pechuga chiquita, más rápido daña los órganos vitales. Exactly. It doesn't have to be too small because if this is small, in case it get caught, they can go deeper. But if it's a big one, it's it's better. Because it's better. It, it, yes. Okay, ask Mr. Chuma, how does he like the wings? Do he like long wings, short wings, or how does he like? Because I know some guys like birds with with, with longer wings. ¿Cómo le gustan las alas? ¿Le gustan las alas grandes, largas? O, o cómo le gustan las alas a usted. Muy, okay. gran, muy grandes y muy largas. He que tengan plumas grandes. He said he like them big and then, and then long. So he like big long wings, huh? Le gustan yeah. alas largas y grandes, ¿verdad? Sí. And he doesn't like the tail to go above the head, right? Y no le gusta que la cola vaya pasando la cabeza, ¿verdad? No me gusta que pase la cabeza ni que tenga la cola de ardilla que esté... Que, eh, si la punta de la cola la punta de la cabeza formen un triángulo con las patas del gallo con el centro oh. de las patas del gallo so he said he don't like squirrel tails and he don't and, and he don't like when they pass the head and and when he see them from the side they look like a triangle according to his feet oh so that's so the that's the, what he like when he look at them yes straight yes. across and down so like a triangle is, is when we look at yes. it from the side he like it to be the image of a triangle. Wow. Como un so, triángulo, ¿verdad? Sí, un triángulo. La punta de la cola, la parte más alta de la cola, con la cabeza, que forme un triángulo perfecto con el centro de las patas del gallo. Un gallo balanceado. Me hace un gallo balanceado, si cumple eso. So he said the highest part of the tail and the part of the head to the feet and it's exactly a triangle. That's a balanced rooster for him. Oh, okay. That's great. So from a side view, uh, and that's the reason why the squirrel tail, because if it had a squirrel tail, it wouldn't be a triangle. So he likes to look at it from the side and make sure that the gallo's or rooster is in a triangle shape. So the head, the tail is like this, and they come down yeah. like this to the feet, correct? Correct. Correct. Okay. So uh I would like to talk a little bit too while we're still on this 
point about the, the length of the legs. Do he like roosters with long legs, short legs, like the thigh, not just the cane, not just the bottom, but also the thigh? How, how does he like the length? ¿Cómo le gustan las piernas en general de los gallos? ¿Cómo le gusta? Pies largos, pero también la parte de la pierna. ¿Cómo le gustan a usted? Mira, eh, la caña, lo que es la, la parte de la caña, de la pata del gallo, me gusta de una estatura mediana, no tan larga. Y lo que es la parte del muslo, ese sí me gusta que sea larga y no tan grueso, que sea un poquito más parejo. Al ser más largo de aquí arriba, tienen más fuerza al golpear. Dijo que la caña mediana, ¿verdad? Sí, la caña mediana y el muslo largo. So the tie he like a long and the rest of the front mm -hmm. he like a medium size because that's where the string is and the tie. And the tie, big, okay. Not too small. Not too big. So he like the thigh more, more, more long, but like the, the cane, the shaft is a little bit more the medium size, huh? Un, un, el, en la parte de la pierna le gusta tamaño mediano, pero la pechuga, le, la, la pierna le gusta larga, ¿verdad? Me gusta larga, Ramón, porque son gallos más cortadores que los gallos que son de caña muy larga. Nosotros en México utilizamos la navaja corta, entonces me he dado cuenta que un gallo con muslos largos y no tan gruesos son más cortadores. Dice en México de use short knife. So you rather have the tie long and the, the bottom part short and medium height because they, they call more. Oh, okay. That's what I was trying to get the answer to. Okay. So that's the reason why he like it like that is because he feels as though they cut more. When a thigh is longer and the shaft, the, 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 the leg is, is medium. Yeah, the shank has to be medium size. The shank and the medium tie. Medium size. Okay. So they cut more. So ask Mr. Chuma, do he think uh, with the cut, since we're talking about cut and we're talking about this bird, do he think the cut from come from power, come from speed, or come from a combination? Wait, what do you think makes the bird cut? Ahorita que estamos hablando del corte, ¿de dónde piensa usted que viene del corte? El corte viene del poder de la velocidad, de la casta, ¿de dónde piensa usted que viene el corte? Eh, número uno, viene de la sangre del gallo, de la raza del gallo, que sean gallos cortadores, y número dos, que es muy importante, que cuando peleen, pongan la pata en el rival, que no fallen tiros, si el gallo mete más la pata al gallo contrario, va a cortar más. So, number one, the cut is on the bloodline. Mm -hmm. Number two, when, when he see them, make sure they put in their feet and their heads and the top of their roosters. When you see them, they're cutting. Mm. Okay, so with all of these different bloodlines, is it a reason that he have multiple different bloodlines? Is it because they have different characteristics or what is the reason he has, say, Five bloodlines instead of one or instead of two. Dice que por todos esos diferentes tipos de líneas, porque tiene muchas, por ejemplo, porque no tiene una o tiene más de una. ¿Por qué? 
tienen diferentes características de los gallos. Porque necesita... Ok, tenemos diferentes características y necesitamos hacer la hibridación de los gallos para obtener el poder híbrido que llamamos aquí, para unir las dos características de cada familia y mezclarlas en una. Obtener los dos, las dos beneficios de las dos líneas. So he got, he said he got different families or different bloodlines to make them together. So he can have battle cross roosters. So battle cross, okay, okay. So he, 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 he had multiple different bloodlines to cross them to make the battle cross that he used to show. Tiene diferentes líneas para cruzarlos, para tener gallos de combate para, para los palenques. ¿Es eso? Exacto, Ramón. En, y Exacto. también les quería comentar que también me he dado cuenta, y platicando con gente que sabe más que yo, que hay, hay líneas que funcionan mejor en invierno y líneas que funcionan mejor en verano. Entonces empezamos a jugar con unos y terminamos con otros. Ok. So he said, he talked to so many people, there's always people who learn from other people, and then mm -hmm. they have seen that there's bloodlines that work better in the winter, there's bloodlines that work better in summer. In summer, uh huh. And it's verano, in the summer, and then the winter. So, wow. Do you know, tell Mr. Chuma, that's the first time I, I have heard somebody talk about that. And that's that's something I learned something new. I, I never really paid attention to it. Um, can he explain or do he know why certain bloodlines do well in a hot weather and certain bloodlines do well in a cold weather? Do he understand it or if it's something he just don't know why it is what it is? Don Chema dijo de que es la primera vez que escucha que alguien habla sobre esto y que por qué cree usted cuál es la razón que uh -huh. los diferentes tipos de sangre eh, juegan diferente en diferentes tipos del año. Ok, vamos a hablar un poquito de los metabolismos de los gallos. En base a estadísticas y números en peleas, Ramón y Jim, he visto que los gallos con patas amarillas pelean mejor en invierno que los gallos con pata verde. Okay. El gallo con pata verde, ok. Ok, so he said, according to the metabolism, he see the yellow leg roosters, gamble, they do better in the winter, el verano, en el invierno, ¿verdad? Sí. Yeah, they do better in the winter than green legs. He said, according to the numbers that he has showed, the yellow leg are wing more than the green leg in the winter. Wow, so he says the metabolism, correct? Usted dice que es el metabolismo, ¿verdad? ¿Correcto? Sí. Eh, el gallo pata verde, por lo general, en invierno, después de pasar la pluma, está un poco gordo. O más bien son gallos que, que pasan la pluma y terminan siendo gordos. Y hasta que empieza el calor, el verano, vuelven a tomar su peso ideal para pelear. Dice, a green leg rooster, after they molt, they get a little fat. And it takes a while to get them in shape. And so they can do better. Oh, okay. Okay, so okay, so it's the metabolism that that he feels though makes the difference in the birds that do well in the summer and the 
birds that do well in the winter. Okay, I just wanted to make that that clear that I understood that correctly. Now, yep. Go ahead. Okay, so now that we know that, because I wanted to, I wanted to ask him what bloodline. So I guess that's also another reason that he has multiple different bloodlines because some of them do better in the winter and better in the summer, uh, better in the winter than better in the summer. So I guess since uh, that's another reason why he has multiple bloodlines. Dijo que ahora entiende más por qué tiene diferentes tipos de sangre, porque ahora ya sabe de que unas hacen mejor en invierno y otras hacen mejor en el verano. Sí, incluso si ponemos un poquito de atención y la gente que, que cría muchos gallos y que tiene de, de pata verde y pata amarilla, si prestan un poquito de atención, lo, el gallo de pata verde tarda un, un poquito más en terminar de emplumar que el pata amarilla. So he said we put attention really close, and the people who breed roosters, they know this. The, the green leg always take a little longer to molt than the yellow leg. Okay. Okay. So now we talked about his selection process and how he selected different bloodlines. And I'm not going to make him go through, you know, all the different bloodlines because I think I can, we, we all have a really good understanding of what he looks for uh, in the rooster. So what I would like to talk about now is let's start to shift the conversation to his keep. Like how long is his keep? Dijo que ahora que ya tenemos una idea de cómo seleccionar sus gallos y no podemos hablar de ese tema porque es muy largo, vamos a cambiar el tema para cómo es su cuida, qué tanto tiempo dura su cuida. Ok, eh, la cuida, no, no te puedo decir un, un, un número exacto o una semana exacta, porque volviendo al, a lo mismo, hay gallos que te agarran la cuida más rápido que otros. Puede variar desde seis semanas hasta ocho semanas que siento que el gallo ya está eh, te diré, listo para pelear, dependiendo del, del metabolismo del gallo. Sí, que el keep es casi the same because some roosters take the keep faster, the other ones take a little longer because their metabolism is not the same. Eh, ¿Qué fue lo que dijo de último? Disculpe. Que dura desde. Seis semanas hasta ocho semanas, la postura de un gallo. He said sometimes it can take six weeks to eight weeks for the kid. Mm. Okay, so six weeks to eight weeks depending on the metabolism of the bird, correct? Seis a ocho semanas depending on the metabolism of the ave, ¿verdad? Correcto? Exacto. A todos los empiezo igual, los empezamos a trabajar igual. Y el, 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 el gallo mismo nos va a ir diciendo cuando ya esté listo para ir a pelear. He said he start all of them at the same time and then the, the rooster is going to tell you when he's ready to go. Okay, that was going to be my next question. So, uh, he catered the key to the individual roosters, correct? I didn't hear you, I'm sorry. He, he caters the keep. He designs the keep for each individual rooster. Entonces cada gallo tiene una diferente cuida, ¿verdad? Ajá. Déjame te explico un poquito. Hay gallos que, que por, ellos por su, su propia personalidad son gallos más alegres, trabajan más, vuelan más, rascan más. Esos gallos se ponen más rápido. Y hay gallos que son un poquito más flojos, duermen más, 
trabajan menos, necesitan un poco de más trabajo y más tiempo. Dice que los roosters que trabajan más, están felices, les gusta escribir más, así que se ponen más rápido, y los otros que les gusta dormir un poco lazy, y se toman un poco más largo. Ok, ok. So, so now that we're talking about that, uh, if he can explain now, does he use rotation or does he use bench work or table work? Ahora que hablamos sobre la forma de eso, usted usa rotación del trabajo, ahora usa rotación o usted usa una mesa de trabajo. Utilizamos las dos cosas. Rotamos nuestros gallos en diferentes jaulas. Tenemos jaulas con tierra, con estiércol de col de caballo con paja, tipis y rascaderos para solear y aparte su trabajo de mesa. So he said he used both. So he rotate them and then he used the table work. Eh, he got, eh, ¿Qué fue lo que dijo de primero? La primera. Tenemos, tenemos rascaderos con tierra, estiércol oh, so de caballo, paja, tipis y jaulas para solear. So he used tipis, he used um, Cages so they can scratch with sand. Mm. And... Paja, Paja. Sí. Um, I don't know how to say that in English. Grass, acate. TPs and fly pins. Yeah, yeah. fly pins. Yeah, fly pins also. And the mm -hmm. other one was just the scratch pin, basically. Okay. Okay. So, so now that we're talking about the key, uh, let's, I want to just back up a little and start. We know about how he select. Now we'd like to know what are the first steps he do when he enter a bird into a key. So, ¿qué son los primeros pasos que hace usted para cuando comienza una una cuida? Okay. Okay. El primer paso muy importante es la salud del animal. Lo tenemos que desparasitar, que esté en buen estado de carnes, su tratamiento para la coccidia y que no traiga parásitos externos ni internos. So he said the first step is make sure a bird is healthy. Uh -huh. The second one, uh, he used the warm, he did warm them, uh -huh. the interior and the exterior, make sure they don't have red uh -huh. mites. Uh -huh. Después del desparasitamiento de afuera, ¿qué es lo que hace? Coccidia. Oh, and he coccidia. do the, the, the coccidia. For the coccidia, make sure they have coccidia. Okay, one question I have, because uh, this is the first I heard that. Does he feel or have he experienced that uh, when you stress a bird and they keep, they show symptoms of coccidia? Dice que usted ha experimentado alguna vez que cuando en la cuida un gallo se estresa y enseña síntomas de coccidia? Sí. Cuando sometemos los gallos a niveles de estrés, empiezan a presentar las patologías o las enfermedades que tienen ellos en su organismo cuando los sometemos a estrés. Entonces, cuando vamos a pelear el gallo, se somete a un estrés, por eso tiene que ir muy sano en todo su cuerpo. Dice, yes, when you put them in the keep, they get stressed sometimes. Well, that's why they have to be healthy. So they don't start showing so much symptoms of any disease. Okay, okay. So we got that part. Now, does he use any supplements? Any Utiliza vitamins algún... or... 
¿Utilizan los suplementos, vitaminas o algo por el estilo? Sí, utilizamos suplementos en, en el alimento, utilizamos vitamina en, inyectada y en pastilla, y pues es lo que hacemos en el alimento, inyectado y, y en pastilla. Yes, use uh, vitamins in the feet, pills, and also vaccines. The injections or? Injections, injections, verdad, yeah. injections. Sí. Injections. Okay. Can he share with us what things he use and how much he use? ¿Nos podría compartir cuánto utiliza y qué es lo que utiliza con nosotros? Sí, claro que sí. Yes. Eh, al iniciar el cuido, utilizo el hierro, iron. So when he started okay. to keep, he used iron. Okay, iron. Utilizo aminoácidos en, en la postura. Aminoácidos. Utilizo... Ajá. Utilizo aminoácidos, utilizo minerales en el alimento, utilizo un pellet, utilizo B1 y complejo B. Dice, use minerals en a pellet and he also use com um, complex B. Ok, B complex. Ok, so can he tell us how much iron he use and how often does, does he use it in the key? ¿Nos podría decir cuánto de hierro usa y qué tan seguido lo utiliza? Ok, el hierro utilizo tres aplicaciones al inicio del precuido. Se pone punto 10 de ml. Un punto 10 de un ml. Tres aplicaciones en una semana. So he said three times a week in the first week. He used three, three doses of 0.10. El complejo B, ¿cómo utiliza? El complejo B lo utilizo dos veces en la postura y los aminoácidos también lo utilizo entre tres y cuatro veces en la postura una vez por semana. So, el complejo B and the keep and the amino acids ¿Cuántas veces amino acids? Disculpe. Four times, cuatro veces. Four times, four times in the keep. Four times in the keep. And when does he use it in a keep? Is it the first week, the third week, the ninth week in it, you know, that you know, like when does he use it in a keep? Los los amino acids en qué en qué tiempo de la postura lo usa? Lo usa al principio al, al medio de la postura o al final de la postura como seis o nueve ocho semanas a qué tiempo lo, lo empiezo a utilizar a mitad de postura y para finalizar la postura para que el gallo se asimile la energía que le administramos en, en, en la comida y en el entrenamiento Okay, tell us a little bit about the pellets. pellets. He said he used mineral pellets. Y, y de los pellets, ¿qué tipo de pellets utiliza? Utilizo un suplemento que se llama Super Spur. Lo compro en, en Estados Unidos y lo utilizo todos los días en la postura, a excepción de la última semana. 
He said he used the pellets that he buy from the United States. It's called Super Sport. He used it every day of the kit for the last week. He don't use it the last week. Okay, so he used it every day but the last week, or he only used it in the last week? He used it every day but the last week. So he don't use it the last week? No. No lo usa la última semana, ¿verdad? No lo uso la última semana. La última semana tratamos de limpiarlos un poquito de medicina, nada más comida natural y tratamos de quitar ya las vitaminas para que se limpie el organismo del gallo. Dice the last week he get the normal feed just to keep the the rooster ready to keep the organism organism ready. Okay. So now what I would like to talk about is the feed that he used in his key. And I would like to know if it's different from the feed he used throughout the year. La comida que utiliza en la cuida es diferente a la comida que utiliza a diario? Sí, es diferente. En el mantenimiento utilizo pellet y maíz amarillo. Y en la cuida damos una mezcla de granos de un alimento comercial acompañado de... Okay, so in, in the in the in the in the mantenimiento. Yeah, for maintenance he used a uh, pellets with yellow corn, and the keep mm -hmm. he used uh, the pellets and the fruit. Pellets and fruit is all he feed doing a key. Digo que pellets y fruta. No, en en la postura utilizo. Gran, una mezcla de granos comerciales okay. y fruta. Okay, so he, he, he mixed grains and fruit also with the pellets. Okay, so during his regular year, he just feed pellets and corn, correct? El año regular utiliza solamente maíz amarillo y pellets, ¿verdad? Sí, y añadimos avena fermentada dos o tres veces por semana. And then twice to three times a week, he use the wheat como fermenta la avena la fermento con vinagre de manzana y utilizo un poquito de vitamina que se llama red cell so he put y bicarbonato en water with apple uh, apple cider vinegar and a little mm -hmm. bit of red cell y bicarbonato en baking soda and baking soda huh okay so raymond let me uh so we can make it clear because he gave it to us in a couple different portions of the sentence yes his regular feed for the year when the birds are not in the key is pellets corn um you said apple cider vinegar baking soda and red cell yes but that that's to make the the wheat so that, that way he put the weed things to have in fermentation, you know? Okay, okay, soap oak, like soap oats. Like, like soap oaks, yeah, oats, basically oats. Gotcha. Yeah, wheat or okay. oats, because in Mexico there's no, no oats, they have wheat over so there. So he used wheat? Yeah. Got you. Okay, so he soaked the wheat in red cell, apple cider vinegar, and baking soda, right? And he gives a couple days a week? ¿Cuántas veces a la semana lo da? La avena fermentada, sí. tres veces por semana, dos o tres veces por semana. Eh, two to three times a week, de, 
the soap out for we. Okay. Okay. All right. And the corn that he used in his feet, is it whole corn or cracked corn? Utiliza grano de maíz completo o quebrado? Entero, completo. It's whole corn. Okay, it's whole corn. Okay. All right, so we got that understanding. So now, now let's talk about the feed that he used during the key. If he can walk us through the combination of feed that he used during the key. ¿Tú podrías decir la de cómo utiliza su comida de la de su cuida? La combinación sí. de la comida. Ahorita, Ramón, te voy a hablar un poquito de cómo iniciamos el cambio de la comida de mantenimiento al cambio de, a la comida de postura. So he said he, he don't start giving the, the food like at once. So he do little by little and he's going to tell us how he do it. How he changes. Okay, so it's a, tr a transition. Yeah, the transition, how he do it. Okay, okay. Um, so... But but you saying that he can't tell us the food that he used in the key? Yeah, no. Yeah, he's going well. He's just translating. Continue con su comida. Okay. El gallo, como te repetía, come pellet y maíz amarillo en el mantenimiento. Cuando metemos a postura el gallo, el primer día que lo vamos a meter, no le vamos a dar de comer. So, you know how he used for maintenance um, corn and pellets? So the first day mm -hmm. when he put them in the kit, he don't feed them. He don't give them food. Okay. So he don't feed them anything? No, anything. Okay, and ask okay. him, why does he not feed them anything? ¿Por qué no les da comida el primer día de la cuida? Para que hagan apetito los gallos y empiecen a comerse con apetito la comida que vamos a utilizar en la postura. Si no la dejan, se empiezan a dejar la comida y ya no se la comen. So the next day, they get hungry and they're gonna eat the, the kid feed. And then if not, they're just gonna leave it there. They're not gonna take it. Okay, I understand. And I would like to ask him too, does all the birds in the key, his different lines, do they all pass feed like the same amount of time? You know, when they feed him, how long? I'm not gonna ask him exactly how long it takes him to pass the feed, but does he see some of his bloodlines pass the feed quicker? Any others? Usted se da cuenta de que algunas de sus líneas comen más rápido que otras? Sí, hay líneas que tienen un apetito mejor como los asiles, comen mucho y hay gallos que dejan un poquito más de comida y hay que trabajar en ese aspecto con ellos. He said there is, there is roosters that they like to eat fast and they like to eat a lot, like hazel, bloodlines, mm -hmm. they like to eat a lot. And the other ones, they, they always leave a little bit of the feet. Okay, so ask him, do they all empty out like in the same amount of time? You know, todos like. Los, todos los gallos se vacían al mismo tiempo? Sí, todos se vacían al mismo tiempo. Y los empezamos con un 20% de la comida que van a comer normalmente. Y lo vamos a ir subiendo conforme pasan los días. So he said, the same day, all the roosters they get in the keep, they don't eat. And the next day, he do 20% of the food he's going to give him the kid. No, ya empiezan a comer su comida de postura. Okay, yeah, just 20% of the, of, the, of the food that he used for the kid. I okay. asked him if he mixed it, he said no. I asked him if he mixed it, he said no. He just gave 20%.
Uh-huh. Okay. And then he add a little bit more each day till he get to 100% of the amount he's going to feed. Y lo incrementa a día a día hasta llegar al 100% de cuánta comida da la cuida. Exacto, lo vamos a ir incrementando poco a poco, pero poniendo atención en los gallos que, que empiezan a comer más, les vamos dando un poquito más. Empiezan a dejar comida y lo seguimos manteniendo en esa cantidad de comida. Sí, yes, exactly. Little by little, pues always rooster, they eat a little bit more. It's all the one they left right a little bit of feet. So when it's living feet, he go back to the percentage he gave the last time. Okay, so he increased the feed. Uh, until they stop leaving feed, and if they start to leave feed, he back it up a little, little bit reverse to make sure he only feeding them the the amount that they will eat. Yeah. Entonces empieza a dar la comida y cuando los cados empiezan a dejar comida, regresa para el día anterior de la comida que le dan menos para que no dejen comida. Correcto. Sí. Lo mantenemos en esa en esa misma cantidad de comida hasta que se acabe todo. Lo seguimos incrementando, que es un proceso de entre 7 y 10 días en lo que me agarran la comida. He said, yes, it's a process between 3 and 7 days until they just start eating it normal. They like it. Okay, so his process is 3 to 7 days. He increased the feed and he monitored it. Okay, I got you, I got you. Okay, so we talked about the feed and before we jump all the way to the point and all of that, I would like to talk a little bit about the exercise, the work that he does in the keep. Like, um, if he can kind of walk us through what he would do. If I gave him, say, a rooster today to put in the keep, he already explained the vitamins that he would use. He explained the wormer, you know, the delicin, and he explained the feed. Now I would like to know what exercises will he start the roosters off with? Dijo que le gustaría saber qué ejercicios eh, comienza los gallos y cómo los comienza. Ya nos habló acerca del desparasitamiento, del, del interno y externo, y también nos habló acerca de la comida. Nos gustaría que hablara acerca de los ejercicios. Ok, vamos a empezar por partes, Ramón. Después de que ya nos agarraron la comida, vamos a hablar del décimo día, empezamos con una topa para juzgarlos, para analizarlos. Ajá. Uh -huh. So he said after the 10 day, after they already got their feet, he's going to mm -hmm. do a little spar to see them. Okay. Damos la primer topa y ahí los empezamos a ver para yo tener una base de lo que pueden dar esos gallos, de qué tanto pueden llegar a dar. Ahí so, estamos a tiempo de desechar los que pusieron. So he said he's, he do a little spar and then he see which one are, he, he like them. And then if mm -hmm. you don't like anything, he take them out of the kit. Okay. And if he like them, uh, what is the first exercise or the first place he put them? The teeth, si le, the fly pen, or? Y, y, si le, y después de la topa, si le gustan, ¿cuál es el primer ejercicio que hace? ¿Lo ponen un tipi, los ejercita, o cómo? Sí, ya, ya toparon, los ponemos en el tipi para que el, el gallo empiece a letear, que esté contento y empezamos su ejercicio de mesa que vamos a empezar primero para que conozca la mesa que se empiece a acostumbrar a nosotros y día con día vamos a aumentar el ejercicio ok so he, after his pardon he put on a tipi so they can, they can flap their wings 
They can okay. get happy. And then the mm -hmm. next exercise is going to be on the table. So the rooster get used to you. Okay. Okay. And when he puts him on the table, what exercises? First, he puts him on the table to get him accustomed to being handled, correct? Yes, to, to being handled, to like to be handled, to be laid in touch. Okay. And when, once the rooster get adjusted to him, what exercises do he do on the table? Cuando el gallo se ajusta a usted, ¿qué ejercicios le da al gallo? Okay, mira, para, yo utilizo un método, pongo una gallina en una jaula pequeña, en la mesa, para que el gallo no esté tan nervioso, vea la gallina y empezamos con a empezar a volar el gallo. El primer día le doy cinco voladas y de ahí las vamos a ir aumentando. Okay. So he said he put in the table a, a, a little cage with a pullet so the, the rooster is not too nervous and then he do mm -hmm. flights. He does flies? Yeah, five flights. Cinco, verdad? Yes. Yes, five flights. He's flying five times. Okay, he's flying five times. Okay, okay. Now, ask uh, Don Chima if does he do rub downs after every workout? Massage. Oh, digo que si los masajea después de cada ejercicio. No, los ponemos a solear y después los los metemos. En el, en el voladero, en el fly pen, con tierra muy suelta, fresca, para que ellos se revuelquen, y es el masaje que ellos solo se dan. So he said, he put them in the sun for a little bit, then he put them in the fly pen, we, we lose ground, and then they're going to massage themselves. Ooh, okay, okay. And when he say lose ground, uh, what type of bedding do he like? Sand, horse manure, you know, what's type of bedding he mixes um, dirt with horse manure okay dirt with horse manure okay great yeah. and um, so we got him now he start them all out on a TP to get them nice and happy his next step is he start to put him in the bench with a pullet to get them adjusted to uh, being handled. He always start him off with five flies, correct? Primero lo pone en el tipi para que se acostumbre al ET. Después de eso, el siguiente día es el ejercicio en la mesa. Le pone una gallina a un lado de la mesa para que no sea muy nervioso y le hace cinco voladas, correcto? Correcto. Yes. Y esa semana lo vamos a mantener en, entre cinco ocho voladas, lo que, el, lo que el gallo nos diga que quiere hacer. Hay gallos que se cansan con cinco, hay gallos que les podemos dar ocho voladas y, y no se cansan. He said, it, it all depends on the roosters. Every rooster is different, so he can do five, or sometimes he can do eight. But if he see the, the roosters getting tired after five, he don't do no more five. Okay, great. And that's what I needed to know. So ask him, um, how far do the pico, the beak, how far do the beak open before he cut the exercise? ¿Qué tan abierto tiene que tener el gallo abierto para que pare el ejercicio? En cuanto lo abra, paramos el, el, el ejercicio. I'm sorry, no lo escuché, disculpe. En cuanto empieza a abrir el pico, 
paro el ejercicio y ya no lo trabajo más. Al otro día dice, continuamos when, con el ejercicio. When they open the peak, he stopped the exercise and he don't exercise him no more. Okay, so as soon as they open up the beak, he cut the exercise. Al momento que abren el pico ya no hace el ejercicio, ¿verdad? Ya paramos el ejercicio. Y al día siguiente continuamos y lo seguimos exigiendo un poquito hasta que el gallo nos diga que ya no quiere más, ahí lo detenemos. Pero empezamos de menos a más, cada semana, cada semana. He said, so when they open the pico, He stopped it, and then he started increasing, increasing. They're gonna get less tired every week and every and every time. Okay. And how many days a week do he work them? ¿Cuántos días de la semana usted hace trabajo? Los trabajamos cuatro días a la semana. Los topamos dos veces por semana y descansamos un día a la semana. ¿Me lo puede decir de nuevo otra vez? Disculpe. Sí. Trabajamos cuatro días a la semana los gallos. Los topamos dos veces por semana y descansamos un día a la semana. ¿Cuatro veces a la semana? Sí. So, four times a week, eh, he is par. Eh, cuatro veces a la semana topa, ¿verdad? No, topamos dos veces por semana okay. Two times a the y descansamos week, un día. And he rest on one day. Ok, so we make this, I want to make it clear. So we have Monday through Sunday, Monday through Sunday. So he's going to spar them two times in that week, and he's going to work them four days out the week. Dijo que tenemos de lunes al domingo. ¿Qué día de la semana los va a topar y qué día de la semana los va a descansar y qué día de la semana los va a trabajar? Okay, vamos a topar el lunes. Y vamos a topar el viernes. Trabajamos yeah, martes, right. miércoles, jueves y sábado. So he's gonna spar on Monday and Friday. ¿Y después mm -hmm. que le va a trabajarlos? Los trabajamos martes, miércoles, jueves y sábado. Descansan domingo. On a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Saturday he's gonna work with them and then Sunday they rest. Okay. So I got it clear. So he sparred them Monday, he sparred them Friday. He worked them Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday. And he rest them on Sunday. Correct? Los, los topa el lunes, el viernes, y el martes, miércoles, jueves, y sábado los descansa, los, tra los trabaja, y el domingo los descansa, ¿correcto? Y el, y el domingo descansan, ¿correcto? Yes, correct. Okay. And when he say work, is he talking about table work, like work on the bench, or like say work in the scratch pen, or working, you know, in the rotation? Like when he say work, is cuando he hablo meaning de, the? Mm -hmm. Cuando habla de trabajo, usted habla sobre trabajo de mesa o habla sobre trabajo de rotación, como ponerlo en un en un volador, en un en un rascadero o en un tipi. Hablamos de las dos cosas. El día que se trabajan. Eh, se, se mueven y se cambian de jaula y el lunes y el viernes que tienen la topa no se trabajan solo se cambian de jaula so he say he, he do both eh, the Monday his pardon el, el martes qué hace lo que hace el martes el martes eh, trabajamos en mesa y damos rotación en Tuesday he work on the table and then he do rotations on the on the fly pen like he told us earlier 
dejé por en, en, en There with Horse Manure. Y, y el okay. miércoles. El miércoles igual trabajamos y rotamos. El jueves igual. El viernes, que es día de topa, nada más se rota, no se trabaja. En, en Wednesday, en Thursday, eh, he do the same thing. A work table and a rotation. And a Friday, because it's the day of spar, he only mm -hmm. rotate them. Okay. And let's talk about the spar. When he spar, is it one buckle, two buckles? Like, what is his definition of spar? ¿Cuál es su definición de topar? ¿Un golpe o dos golpes? ¿Qué tanto tiempo lo deja topando? Eh, el, las primeras topas, nada más los enseñamos a que entren derecho. Damos, no sé, un, un, una patada, dos patadas. Y solo llegamos hasta dos o tres patadas para que no se dañen mucho. Lo importante es que se enseñen a entrar. He said the first part, he just wanted to teach how to enter. He do like one or two buckles, no more than that. He just wanted to learn how to enter so they can go forward. Okay. And as time go on, do he increase the, the time of the spar or he just keep it the same? Cuando el tiempo pasa, ¿usted incrementa el tiempo de topar o siempre lo mantiene igual? Lo mantenemos siempre igual. Tratamos de que den tres, cuatro patadas cuando máximo para evitar dañarles el cuerpo y las plumas. He said he keep it the same. The, the maximum will be like three or four buckles, but he, uh -huh. he, he tries to do no more than that. So uh -huh. they don't mess up their, their feathers and their bodies. Okay. Okay, this is this is really really great information. Um, okay, so before we get to the last three days, uh, when does he stop the work in the key? Cuando you know, like, a los últimos tres días, cuando usted para su cuida y cuando para usted el trabajo. Okay, este, por lo general tengo muchos gallos preparando. Eh, 60, 70 gallos en cuida. Entonces, he okay. He said, oh, every day he got like around 60 or 70 eh, roosters that he got in the keep. Continue. Entonces, tenemos nuestras jugadas programadas. Damos una última topa unos 5 días antes de pelear. Y seleccionamos los gallos que estén en condiciones para jugar en esa semana. So, he already know when, when he's going to have the show. So five days before the show, he sparks them and he sees which one are ready for that for the for the for the show. Okay, so he does his selection five days before. Selecciona cinco días antes del show, verdad? Del derby. Sí, lo seleccionamos cinco días antes del torneo, en base a la condición corporal y el estado físico del gallo. It's, yes, he select them according to their bodies, how they're looking, and then how they do the that last part. Okay, okay. So now uh, let's start to move uh, in the last three days. But before we move into the last three days, what is the temperature like uh, in Mexico where he's located or where he compete? The temp outside es? temperature normally, like do they get snow es? or what? You know what I mean? ¿Cómo es su temperatura en la parte de México se está? ¿Está caliente? ¿Hace nieve allá? ¿O ¿Cómo es la temperatura allá antes que lleguemos a los últimos tres días de la cuida? ¿Antes que lleguemos a los últimos tres días? No, no, es que el, eh, el, el invierno... Él quiere, el... quiere saber cómo es la, el, el clima en México antes de que hablemos de los últimos tres días. 
Ok, aquí donde estoy yo en Saltillo, el invierno es fuerte, es muy frío. Y en verano es caliente con noches frías. Dice, he's en Saltillo, México. So the winter is really cold. And the, and the summer is really hot. But the, the, the nights are really cold. The nights are really cold. Okay, okay. Now uh, that I know that, okay, so now let's talk about uh, the last three days. Um, I would like to talk about them in the last three days. Does he change the fee? Like, what is his process on the last three days? He selected the ones that look good, that feel good, the body feel good, the attitude is good. Now he's going to move them to the last phase of the three days. What is his process? Ahora que sabemos cómo es su temperatura de donde usted vive, eh, hablemos de los últimos tres días. ¿Cómo hace usted para sus últimos tres días? ¿Cómo lo selecciona? ¿Acorde al cuerpo? ¿Acorde a la actitud? ¿Cómo y qué es lo que hace? Ok, te, te voy a hablar no de tres días, te voy a hablar de cinco días antes, que es cuando seleccionamos el gallo. So eh, a partir de... So he said he don't want to talk about the last three days because he do the five days before. Okay. Continúe. Okay. Okay. Vamos a hablar de los últimos cinco días. Ya topamos, seleccionamos nuestras aves. Ya le van a dejar de moverse. Se van a quedar en una misma jaula con tierra. Ya no van a tener rotación. So and that's the the the, the last five days. His pardon mm -hmm. is selectum, the one he likes. And he, after that, he's gonna keep them in in a, in a cage. In a, in, a, in a cage with dirt, and they're not going to have more work or more rotations. Continue. Okay. Okay. So he Continue. pretty much okay. stopped all the work five days before. Oh. Okay. Entonces, entonces, para todo el trabajo, cinco días antes. Ajá, cinco o seis días antes, dependiendo. The five or six days, part. depending how they're looking. Okay. Okay. And, and go ahead. I'm Continue. sorry. Continue. Okay. Lo, se van a sacar en la mañana para limpiar su jaula, aflojar la tierra y que tomen un poco de sol y van a regresar a su misma jaula. The only thing he does is he take them out in the morning, he put them in a little cage so they can, they, they can put them in the sun mm -hmm. and then he break the dirt so it's more loose mm -hmm. and then he put them back again. Continue. Ok. A partir de esa noche van a empezar a dormir en el cuarto de descanso, solo a dormir. A partir de ese día. So, and then day number five, that night, they're going to sleep in the cook house. Only sleep. Continuing. Ok, nada más van a dormir. En la mañana van a desayunar en, la, en el cuarto de descanso y van a regresar a su jaula a la que estaban habitualmente. And then the next day, they're going to they're gonna have breakfast in the cook house and then he's going to take them back to the, to the regular cage. Continúe. Ok. Ahí los vamos a ir viendo. Por lo general descanso un, un par de gallos más de los que necesito. Por si algún gallo se estresa en, en el cuarto de descanso, lo podemos cambiar. So he said, he usually put like extra roosters in the cock house in case one of the roosters um, don't feel okay or he seems like he's not mm -hmm. doing okay. Right. Like he gets stressed. Mm -hmm. Ok. okay. A esos gallos que seleccionamos, como dije anteriormente, ya van a comer una, 
comida ya sin vitaminas, ya sin suplementos, únicamente comida natural. Y vamos a empezar a, a, a disminuir el trabajo del gallo. Lo vamos a empezar a meter cada día un, una hora más para que el gallo vaya descansando hasta llegar a, a, a los tres días, que es antes del combate. So, he said he feed him regular feet, and he go put him like one hour every day. He do one hour in the cock house before they go to sleep into the last three days. Okay, go ahead, continue. Continue. Okay. Cuando llegamos al tercer día antes del combate, vamos a empezar a disminuir la cantidad de comida que damos habitualmente y dependiendo el lugar a donde vamos a ir a jugar o el clima es la comida que les vamos a dar esos últimos tres días. So three days before the show, he's gonna start giving less feet according to the place he's going to go show. More water, more moisture or, or more dry. Wow, can I ask a question? Okay, so. So, say if he's going to a place that is dry, a more dry climate, can he explain to us what he would do if he knows he's going to a place with more dry climate? Digamos que usted le tocaría ir a un derby en un lugar donde el clima es un poco seco. ¿Nos podría explicar qué es lo que haría? Ok. Eh, trataría de irme... Sí. Por lo general me toca jugar lejos de mi gallera, alrededor de 5, 6, 8 horas, hasta 12 horas. Entonces ahí decido si me voy un día antes o dos días antes. So he, say, he usually go show like 4, 8 to 12 hours far from his, from his house. Wow. So sometimes he decides he's going to go like one day before or two days before, depends on the trip. Continue. Okay. Okay. Si el clima es seco a donde vamos a ir a jugar... Lo primero es debemos de tener una buena hidratación del gallo y la comida se va a dar un poco húmeda. En estos casos utilizo el arroz cocido o, y el huevo cocido. So, if, like you say, it's going to be a, a, a dry place, a dry temperature. Mm -hmm. uh, he's going to have the roots and more moisture and the feed. He do um, boiled rice and egg. Egg, right? Or huevo? Sí. Huevo? Yeah, egg. And sí, huevo cocido. Boyo egg. Okay. Boyo eggs and rice if he's going to a climate okay. more dry. Yes. And more moisture. Cuando está muy seco. Utilizamos eso yes. añadiendo un poco de, de maíz quebrado y granola. Un poquito de leche o buttermilk, como le llaman allá. Mm -hmm. So he said if it's dry, sometimes he add a little milk and granola and, and cracked corn. Okay. Okay, continue. Okay. Uh, eh, da, vamos a ir disminuyendo la, la cantidad de comida que están acostumbrados a comer habitualmente para ir vaciando el, el tracto digestivo del gallo hasta llegar al día del combate. So he said he's gonna give less and less and so he emptying them down to the day of the show. 
Okay. One okay. question. El, el... Una pregunta. Does all the roosters take the same amount of time to empty? Todos los gallos toman el mismo tiempo para vaciarse. Sí, todos comen al mismo tiempo y ya el día de la pelea vamos a, a ver cuáles gallos juegan primero y cuáles juegan al último y de ahí vamos a partir qué cantidad de comida les vamos a dar. So he say keep it on at the same time and then he's seeing which one is more ready at the time of the show mm -hmm. and whoever is ready is just grabbing them and using them to the end of the, to the show. Okay, understand. He can continue. Continue, dice. De los tres días. Continue de los okay. tres días de la comida. De los tres días. El tercer día van a comer la misma cantidad de alimento, ¿verdad? En la mañana. En la tarde vamos a tratar de que coman un poquito menos, un 80%. So he said in the third day, in the, in the climate like we were talking about, he's going to give the same amount of feet that he do for breakfast, but in the afternoon he's going to give a little less. Continue. Ok, el segundo día en el, el, vamos a revisar el almuerzo. La, digo, la cena, perdón, a la hora del almuerzo, si bajaron completamente la comida del buche, si ya evacuaron todo, y vamos a empezar a, a, a disminuir un poquito más la comida en el almuerzo, el segundo día. So, the second day for breakfast, he's gonna see and check the rooster, that how they empty they are. If they are mm -hmm. empty and they don't have no more, he's gonna give a little bit less. Continue. Okay. Para poder hacer este proceso demasiado del gallo, debemos de contar con una muy buena salud y contar con una muy buena hidratación corporal porque vamos a exigir un poquito al gallo de lo que está acostumbrado habitualmente. To do this perfectly, the more important thing is you have to have a healthy rooster and a rooster that's well hydrated. I cannot say that word. In training, huh? Yes. Good training. Okay, so he need, the number one thing is he got to be healthy and he has to have a good keep. Yes, a good keep. Continue. Mm. Okay, Continue. vamos a estar hidratando el gallo con, con electrolito. A la hora de la cena del segundo día antes de la pelea, va a comer un 50% de lo que está acostumbrado a cenar habitualmente. So the second day before the show, He's gonna give for dinner only half of the feet he usually eat. And he's gonna give them electrolytes in the water. Oh. Okay. Okay. Muy importante el lugar en donde van a dormir, que sea un lugar oscuro, que no tenga ruidos, y que tenga un, una buena percha o un buen lugar donde el gallo se va a acostar para que descanse bien, que duerma bien. He said it's really important, really important, where they're going to sleep. It has to be a dark spot, it has to be quiet, and it has to have a branch so they can stand up and then so they can sleep. Okay, so they can roost. So in his yes. cock house, he likes to have roost inside the, the boxes. He don't like to have just a floor. Dijo que en su, en su, en su carreta usted tiene... Las, 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 las perchas del tamaño de la jaula o, o no tiene percha o, o de que también tiene sus perchas 
sí, sí tienen perchas porque es donde el gallo está acostumbrado a dormir. Son alrededor de 40 centímetros solo para que el, el gallo duerma. He said his roots are like 40 centimeters and then they are used to sleep the whole life, so they had to sleep in that thing every time. Mm, okay. And, and the roost, the, the perch, how, how big is the perch? ¿Qué tan grande es la percha? Eh, más o menos como una pulgada. It's about an inch. The perch has to be about an inch. Okay, about an inch. ¿Sí? Okay, he can continue. Continue. Okay. Okay, este, para que, bueno, ya, ya no lo dije, tres días antes de pelear, pongo una medicina que se llama ATP, adenosín trifosfato, que es, que da energía a nivel celular. So he said he forgot about this, the three days before he put this medicine. ¿Cómo se llama la medicina? ATP. ATP. Eh, ¿Para qué sirve? Es energía. Is, is like, a, 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 Right, okay, he can continue. Continue with the last day. Okay, we continue with the last day. Depending on the hour that it is, we will decide what amount of food we will give. If it is 20% or 10%. So he said, according to what time they're going to do the weight, how much mm -hmm. feed he's going to give in the morning. Like 20%, 50 or 20, right? El 20% o un 10% de la comida habitual. 20% o 10%, according when they wait on. A la hora que vaya a hacer la pelea. It depends on the time. Continúe. Ok, ya tenemos la hora en la que va a pelear el gallo. Vamos a suponer que empezamos a pelear a las 6 de la tarde. Dimos un 20% de la comida. Vamos a estar sacando cada dos horas el gallo. Okay. So he said, for example, the show's gonna start at six in the afternoon. They already mm -hmm. weigh the, the, the rooster. He gave 20% in the morning. And he's gonna continue. Entonces, vamos a empezar a, a, a estas alturas de que el gallo ya, ya se vació, va a empezar a tomar un poco menos de agua. Se la vamos a seguir ofreciendo. Y si el gallo quiere beber, lo dejo tomar tres tragos de agua. Y si no quiere beber, está mejor. Eso significa que el gallo está bien. So, at this time, the rooster is already empty. And he always put water in it. But usually the rooster don't take the water. But if mm -hmm. he drinks, he don't let him drink more than three. Three drinks. Three pecs, okay. The three pecs. Continue. Si el gallo las necesita, se la damos. Si no necesita, el gallo no va a tomar. Vamos a estar sacando cada dos horas a los gallos a que, a que evacúen, a que, a que caguen. Van a hacer, se sacuden, eh, que hagan un poquito del baño y los volvemos a guardar. So, he's going to take them out every two hours. If they don't mm -hmm. need the water, he's not going to give them no more. And then he take them out so they can, they can get more empty. And he put, put them back in again. Continue. 
ok, vamos a tratar de llegar al palenque unas dos horas antes de comenzar la primera pelea y ahí mismo ya cuando el, el gallo hizo su último excremento que es un puntito blanco a partir de ahí vamos a empezar a volver a dar un poco de comida para mantener el nivel de energía del gallo so he said two hours before he's gonna go to the to the pit and around that time the stag is gonna is gonna shed like little point like a little white point and after that he's gonna little white. a little bit more of heat okay question pregunta so he said that if he see them with a little white drop his last is a little white drop if he see with a little white drop he actually going to give them a little bit more feed si, si los mira con una, un, un, un excremento muy pequeño blanco le va a dar más comida si le vamos a dar comida es difícil llegar a ese punto sin que el gallo se estrese sin que el gallo se ponga muy nervioso entonces ok It's really hard to get to that point without the rooster getting stressed or without the rooster getting nervous. Okay, para eso utilizamos la en la postura que el gallo esté muy habituado a nosotros para que esté acostumbrado a que en ese momento el gallo va a tener mucho manejo, va a tener mucha presencia de gente, va a haber muchas personas, va a haber más gallos, entonces debe estar muy acostumbrado a sentirse confiado con nosotros. So that's when the table work comes in. So the rooster has to be, he's already used to you, so he's gonna trust mm -hmm. you. And he's gonna see a lot of people, he's gonna be loud, more roosters. Mm -hmm. So but the roosters know that like, he's there and he'll be working for him for a long time. So he's already used to it. Mm. So, so that is that is the importance. He said that's when the table work comes in. Yes. Uh, the important part because at the time of almost ready to show, the rooster is a lot of stress, a lot of strange things, sounds, and places, but he still has him there, which he built trust over the last six to eight weeks, correct? Yes. Yeah. Es lo importante del trabajo de mesa porque el, el gallo va a estar ahí, va a estar un poquito estresado, pero como. El gallo creó confianza hacia usted en las últimas seis o ocho semanas, se va a sentir cómodo, ¿correcto? Se va a ser, correcto, se va a sentir cómodo. Ahora sí, hablando de, del puntito blanco de, de su último excremento. Está talking about the last time that he shared the, the white point, the, the, uh -huh. the white trap. Go ahead. Ok, okay. Ne necesitamos revisar cómo está la temperatura exterior y cómo está la temperatura interior dentro de la traila donde tenemos los gallos. De ahí vamos a partir, ¿qué es lo que les vamos a dar de comer? So he gotta see how the temperature outside of the pit it is, and then how mm -hmm. the temperature of the cock house in his trailer is, and mm -hmm. so he's gonna see how much feed he's gonna give them according to that. Okay. So, one question. So, the humidity inside of the cock house, what level a percentage of humidity he like to have in the la, la, la humedad de su trailer, ¿qué humedad y porcentaje la tiene? Le, me gusta mantenerla entre un 55 hasta 60% estando un clima regular afuera. Si está muy seco afuera, la tengo que bajar un poquito. Si está muy húmedo afuera, también la tengo que bajar para que el gallo a la hora que salga a pelear no, no siente ese cambio tan drástico. 
So you think he usually keep it at 55 or 60 percent, mm -hmm. but if it's too dry outside, he lower it a little bit. And, and also, if it's too much humidity outside, he drop mm -hmm. it too. Okay, so, so he try to keep it balanced, close to outside. Para, para mantenerlo balanceado afuera, verdad? Correcto. Exacto. Vamos a suponer, me toca jugar en un lugar muy caliente, desértico. Tenemos 17% de humedad. No la puedo tener tan alta. La tengo que tener entre 40 y 45% para que no sea un cambio tan drástico. For example, he go to a desert place really hot, not, not too much humidity, like 70% humidity. He's going to have it at 55. He's going to put it like 40 or 45. The humidity. So it's not Ahora, a drastic change. Para evitar ese cambio drástico, ¿verdad? Tenemos una humedad de 35, 40, 45%. La puedo mantener en 55. Y vamos a dar un poquito de comida nada más. Para que el gallo tenga esa homeostasis o ese, ese nivel de... ¿Cómo te lo puedo explicar? Para mantener el gallo en ese punto óptimo de pelea. Entonces vamos a decidir qué damos. Si damos un poquito de comida suave o comida dura. So he said if the humidity is 35 to 45, he can mm -hmm. keep it at 55. And according to that, he can, he know how much fit he's going to give them. Como, continue. Okay, vamos a decidir si damos un poquito de comida húmeda o comida seca. Según como sienta el cuerpo del gallo, es muy importante sentir el gallo cuando se secó o cuando se humedeció. So he said he's going to grab the, the, the rooster and he's going to see if it's dry. Oh, mm -hmm. we got humidity. So according to that, how much percentage of fees gonna give them? So, continue. Okay, one question. Una pregunta. Uh, so he feeds twice a day, correct? During the last Entonces, three days. Entonces, usted da de comida dos veces al día por los últimos días. En todo en todo el tiempo yo acostumbro a dar dos comidas en el día. Eh, También en su cuida, en todo el en, tiempo. En, en la cuida y en el mantenimiento siempre damos dos comidas al día. Dice, every day he gives two times feed a day to the rooster. Breakfast and, and dinner, breakfast and dinner, every day. Okay. Entire year round. Oh, the entire year, so all year he feeds twice a day. Yes, year round, todo el año completo, ¿verdad? ¿Correcto? Sí. ¿Por qué hago esto? Porque siento que dar de comer al gallo cada 24 horas lo sometes a un poquito más de estrés. Y acostumbrarlo a comer dos veces al día, el, el gallo por lo general siempre se acaba toda su comida. He said, why do I do this? Because he thinks and he sees that uh, a rooster who eat every 24 hours get a little mm -hmm. bit more stress. And when he getting used to it twice a day, mm -hmm. they finish their food and, they, and he seems more active and more happy. Mm. Okay. Okay. Continue. Okay. Continue con vamos, vamos a continuar el, el último día a partir de que llegamos al palenque vamos a tratar de tener un nivel en su sistema nervioso que ya el gallo ya procura tener el nivel de, del sistema nervioso el sistema nervioso muy alerta tratar de tenerlo casi al máximo antes de jugar ya no deben de estar dormidos deben de estar el gallo atento porque ya su metabolismo debe estar muy acelerado So he said the last day when he see him, the, the rooster has to be awake. He has to be looking around, ready, mm -hmm. ready to go. 
You, mm -hmm. you cannot be sleepy or lazy. Mm -hmm. Good question. Oh, oh, question, question, pregunta. What, how long do he would like to have the last feed before the time of the show? Like how, how many hours before? ¿Cuánto tiempo es la última vez que le da de comida al gallo antes de, de la pelea? ¿Como cuántas horas? Eh, les puedo, a veces como son derbis, son torneos, como, yo sigo un, un estricto horario riguroso de dar de comer cada dos horas o cada tres, dependiendo cómo se vacía el gallo y dependiendo qué comida demos. Entonces, ok. So he said he do the big derbis, so it's, mm -hmm. it's more time. So he do, mm -hmm. he feed twice to three hours every day, every two, three hours he give feed to the rooster. Oh, okay. Depends on how he's doing. Let's just, okay. Let me explain the derbies of Mexico so that everyone I'm explaining you guys how the derbies in Mexico work. So the Mexico, mm -hmm. the derbies of Mexico is like big events. You get like 300, 400 entrants, 250. Mm -hmm. So they take mm -hmm. up to three or four days. So every other, you, you can uh, do a Thursday your mm -hmm. first fight and you're gonna do friday the next one and saturday the final mm. like that it's like not like other places because like right. for example in central america is like less teams in mexico is more competitions more people so it takes right. longer si right. les explique, vamos a hablar de un derby de que es de, de una noche que empezamos a las seis de la tarde acabas a las 4 de la mañana, 5 de la mañana. Entonces, por, es importante tener el sistema digestivo vacío y estarle dando un poquito cada dos horas o cada tres horas, dependiendo el alimento que estamos dando. Dice, let's talk about a, a short derby. For example, it's a one night derby only. Dice, it's going to be, a, we start at 6 in the afternoon and we finish like 4 in the morning. So mm -hmm. he'll do the same thing. But he's, he's going to see them like when, when the show ready, because they already know when they want to go to the next fight. So according to that, mm. he didn't feed like two or three hours before. To have okay, ready. so so I can say that his rooster, when they do show, they're not completely, completely empty, correct? Entonces podría decir de que sus gallos cuando usted los enseña no están completa, completamente eh, vacíos? No, no están completamente vacíos mm. porque perdemos el corte. Eh, un gallo muy vacío va a tirar mucho, pero no va a cortar tanto. He said that he see when the rooster is too empty, they lost mm -hmm. cut. So they're gonna, mm. they're gonna go all crazy, but they're not gonna cut. So a lot of activity, but there's no power, there's no cut behind it. Mucha actividad, pero no hay corte, no hay mucha fuerza, ¿correcto? No, no, no hay mucho, mucho corte y aquí las peleas las ganamos cortando. Entonces el gallo no debe estar tan tan nervioso, debe estar concentrado y acertar los golpes a su rival. Aunque so, no sea la misma cantidad de golpes, pero que sean certeros. Is it here rather do it less, less throws, but like he, they, they got a cut. More accurate. Right, yeah, I more understand. Accurate. So in Mexico, mm -hmm. he says about cutting because we use the short knife. Mm -hmm. it's, it's about cutting. So here they have yeah, more you. cut then more more like more accurate more more cold when they're not too empty basically that we say continue okay 
ok, ya, ya vamos a pelear, ya me llamaron a preparar el gallo, que lo que hacemos, lavamos su cara, lavamos sus pies, lo ponemos en un, una jaulita con suficiente luz, y yo lo que hago es ponerlo a rascar un poco, con una, una polla cerca, para que el gallo empiece a despertar, empiece a elevar sus niveles de testosterona, y empiece su actividad. So he said they already call him, he already know when, when he's next, so mm -hmm. he, he grabbed the rooster from the perch, he washed their face, their feet, mm -hmm. and then he put in mm -hmm. a little cage already inside on the pit with a little mm -hmm. pullet, so he started getting, uh, he started waking up again. He started mm -hmm. getting more awake. He's getting more mm -hmm. ready. Continue. Okay, debemos de tener mucha luz para que, para que el gallo no entre encandilado al palenque. Lo vamos a despertar, ya que sentí yo que rascó lo suficiente, se activó lo suficiente, lo vamos a poner a que descanse, debe de sacudirse y él va a comenzar a limpiar sus plumas. Uh, and then he say he's gonna put in the cage next to the pullet so he can start to scratch mm -hmm. a little bit so he's not too stressed, he's happy, and he have a lot of light in it, like a lot of light. So when he go inside of the pit, the rooster don't get like the light in his face and like nothing different, yeah, nothing changed. Nothing changed, okay. Like a flash in his face, basically, is what we say. Right, right. Continue. Exacto. Eh, la comida que utilizamos antes de pelear, Puedo, si está muy húmedo, doy un poquito de pellet para que rasque o maíz quebrado. Y si es muy seco, acostumbro a dar un poquito de pan blanco con leche entera de vaca. Un cuadrito de más o menos de un centímetro. Humedecido con leche y, y que coma y se va a pelear. Eso es cuando lo pone a rascar con la gallina. Sí. So when he put him to scratch, he say he, he, he gave him a little bit, but just a little bit more feet. So he scratch. So he say according if he's, if he's If, if it's dry, he, si está seco, peles, ¿verdad? No, si, si está muy seco, damos el pan con leche. Okay, pan blanco, dry, con leche entre vaca. If it's dry, he can um, bread with milk, a little bit of bread with milk to the stack if it's too dry. And if he has so much humidity, uh, pellets. Pellets o maíz quebrado. Pellets or crack corn, a little bit. Wow, so he even gave him a couple little pecks. When he's about to go show in a little bit, huh? Le, le, le da unos pequeños, eh, unos pequeños piquetados antes de que empiece el, el show, ¿verdad? Sí, para que el, el gallo rasque y no vaya tan nervioso, vaya un poquito más tranquilo para que no se, para que se entre sus golpes. Yes, so he can scratch and he get more happy and he can more concentrated. He's not too nervous. He's going to be more concentrated. Mm. Tell uh, Don Chema that It's uh, it's amazing to hear his techniques because I have just heard so much stuff that's that's total opposite, you know, or, or different. And to hear him say some of these things when he's been so successful, it it really makes a, a lot of people change their whole way of uh of thinking because he's been very very successful and very active. And his techniques, man, I think a lot of people is going to change the whole way that they're doing things. Because it's it's amazing the way he's doing the, the stuff that he's saying is so so different so different. Dice que la cosa que usted dice es diferente de otras personas de lo que dicen, pero por la vez que usted está activo, la vez que hace, la vez que la mayoría de veces que gana y todo eso, mucha gente va a cambiar la forma de hacer su cuida 
y que, y que es, es increíble la, la, la forma de, de lo que usted dice y la forma de la que usted lo hace. Ah, dile que muchas gracias. Dile que eh, he utilizado muchos métodos, muchas posturas, muchas cosas a lo largo de todo el tiempo que tengo peleando gallos y esto es lo que más resultado me ha dado. He said he'd be using a lot of kips in his whole life. This is the kip that giving more wins. Wow, 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 wow. So, um, ask Don Chima if the thing is, is we know the climate and everything is kind of the same because I asked him that because it's, if it gets cold there, it gets hot there, it has high humidity, it has low humidity. So it seems the techniques that he used can work in different parts of the world. Do you think so as well? Dice que acorde a sus técnicas, como en México hay muchos diferentes tipos de clima, sus técnicas de su cuida pueden funcionar en muchas partes del mundo. ¿Usted piensa eso? Sí, yo pienso eso porque independientemente de lo que hagamos, el que va a ganar a final de cuentas es el gallo. Un gallo sano, un gallo fuerte, un gallo bien preparado, siempre va a tener más oportunidad de ganar que un gallo débil, un gallo enfermo un gallo que no le pusimos cariño, que no le pusimos atención. Dice, yes, in, 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 in every place this can work, but the most important is a healthy rooster, a, mm -hmm. a, a rooster that you give love, a rooster that you take care of it, not a rooster that is not well take care, or mm -hmm. a rooster that is like not doing good. Like, it, it, tell Don Chema, I, I, I really appreciate him saying that because some people don't understand that you have to give great care to the to the rooster all year not just the time when he's preparing to go to a show you got to give good care and in in good care good housing good environment all year not just the last one month or a month and a half no. you know like some people do i think it's a bad it's bad but i'm glad him i'm glad don chima is saying is extremely important to give good care Good environment, good everything to the rooster all year, not just the time when you're ready to go to a show. Digo que está realmente que aprecia mucho que diga eso porque mucha gente nada más ellos creen que que un gallo nada más se le da el cuido el último vez, el último mes, las últimas tres semanas y ya piensan que ellos van a ganar. Tiene que ser todo el año completo, no solamente los últimos cuatro o tres semanas. Sí, yo comparto esa idea también. Soy desde que nace el pollito hasta que va a pelear, siempre debió haber tenido la mejor nutrición, la mejor alimentación, el mejor cuidado, no solo el último mes ni el último año, desde que nace hasta que pelea, debe tener los mejores cuidados. Dice, he believes that the rooster has to be well taken care of since he's like a little chick, he's born, the best mm -hmm. nutrition, the best feed, the best care, mm -hmm. all year round, not only the last month or the last mm -hmm. three weeks. Excellent. That's exactly right. I totally agree 1000%. Totally agree. Yo que a todo lo que usted dice está 100% él también comparte la misma opinión. Sí, dile que igualmente. Entonces, en resumidas cuentas, lo que tenemos que hacer, mucha atención en nuestros gallos, poner cuidado en, lo, en, en cada gallo porque no todos los gallos son iguales. Algunos gallos necesitan un poquito más de ejercicio, un poquito de menos unos un par de semanas más, un par de semanas menos, pero tratar de entender un poquito cada gallo. So he's saying, 
you have to understand every rooster. Every rooster is different. Some of them are gonna need more exercise. Some of them are gonna need less exercise, more feet and stuff like that. You gotta understand the rooster all year round. Right, exactly, exactly. Because so he's saying all roosters are not the same. So you have to learn and know your rooster, and you cannot treat all of them the same like uh, with the keep. Every rooster is not going to do the keep exactly the same. Every rooster is not going to eat the same amount of food. Every rooster is different. It's your responsibility to know each individual rooster, correct? Yo que su responsabilidad saber cada cada gallo cómo come, cada gallo cómo la cuida cuando ejercicio, que no todos los gallos son iguales, correcto? Correcto. Entonces nosotros como preparadores debemos de poner mucha atención a esos detalles. No podemos dar el mismo trabajo a todos los gallos. No podemos dar la misma comida a todos los gallos. Hay gallos que necesitan un poquito más de atención. Gallos que trabajan más rápido, se ponen más rápido. Entonces es nuestra responsabilidad como pastores, como preparadores, poner atención a esos detalles que nos dice cada gallo. Yes, he said he got to put attention to every single detail. Mm -hmm. Some of them eat more, some of them exercise faster, some of them take the keep faster, some mm -hmm. of them take longer, mm -hmm. and some of them take the food faster, some of them take the food a little slower, and then mm -hmm. as his job, he has to understand every single rooster, every single rooster, to, so he can work with them. Mm. Well, Don Chima, this interview has been packed with good information. I mean, it's so much good points. It's even so many more things I want to ask, and there's a lot of questions in the comments that I want to ask, but I would like to leave that for the next interview. If you can come on the next time and we can finish talking a little bit about uh, more things that they asked in the comments that I didn't want to ask the question because I want to give you the full time. Um, but will you be willing to come back on to do a second interview to address the questions that we have in the comments? Don Chema dijo que hay demasiadas preguntas que hay que hacer, también demasiadas preguntas que hay en los comentarios, que si no le sería una molestia que usted hiciéramos una segunda entrevista para responder la pregunta de toda la gente que ha hecho preguntas en los comentarios. No, 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 no tengo ninguna molestia, al contrario, es un, una dicha para mí que la gente eh, se fije en mi trabajo. La verdad que nunca me imaginé llegar a, a estos niveles. Siempre lo hice con mucha pasión porque es mi, mi gran pasión los gallos. Entonces, si yo pudiese ayudar a las demás personas, por lo que yo sé, luego con todo gusto, porque cuando yo estaba pequeño batallé mucho para que la gente me guiara, me informara acerca de lo que estaba haciendo. He said he's not a problem. He can give us a second interview mm -hmm. because when he was little, like he, he learned everything from himself. Nobody want to teach him, and he he would like to teach everybody what he knows now, and it's a pleasure for him. And it's a pleasure for him. Ya me olvidé la última palabra que dijo. Disculpe. Ah, que yo cuando estaba pequeño batallé mucho para que la gente me guiara en lo que estaba haciendo, que me dijera si estaba correcto, si estaba equivocado. Entonces, yo estoy en la mejor disposición de ayudar y de responderle preguntas a la gente. And when he was little, like nobody told him he was doing the correct way, he was doing the wrong mm -hmm. way. So mm -hmm. now that he knows a lot of stuff, he can teach what he knows. Tell him, I, I so, so appreciate what he's doing. Because 
many people uh, from his generation do not believe or do not have a desire to share the knowledge. And I believe it's important to share it because the new generation is the only people who's going to keep the sport going. And if we do not help them, the sport is just going to get smaller and smaller and smaller. So I greatly, greatly appreciate him coming on and being willing to share his information, man. And I really look forward to having him on again. Dijo que está muy agradecido por enseñarle porque las nuevas generaciones, la generación suya, mucha gente de su generación suya, de su edad, no le gusta enseñar a las nuevas generaciones. Entonces, si, si, si continuamos así, cada otra generación, otra generación, el deporte y el amor por los gallos se va a hacer más pequeño, más pequeño, porque menos gente va a tener, va a saber menos de los gallos y se va a ir perdiendo en generaciones, pero que le agradece mucho por decirnos todo lo que usted sabe. Sí, eh, bueno, mucha gente me considera que soy de, de la vieja escuela, por así decirlo, pero en realidad soy joven, tengo 31 años, entonces, pues realmente soy nuevo, me sé que me faltan muchas cosas por aprender, muchas cosas por ver, pero quisiera que más gente aprendiera de esto, que se enseñara bien, que no hiciera las cosas mal, entonces, si los podemos ayudar un poquito o mucho, estoy agradecido. He said he's the old school, but he's only mm -hmm. 21 years old, and he would like to teach everybody who want to learn from him. And wow. He's really appreciated with this interview. Well, listen, tell him it's going to be very soon. You and I is going to get the questions and stuff together and tell him we're going to contact him again. Um, but I promise you, The information he shared tonight, he opened a lot of eyes and a lot of people is going to try different things now because of what they hear from him. Digo, eh, digo que eh, yo y Jim vamos a, a mirar todos los comentarios para la siguiente entrevista y que va a ser muy pronto para poner todas las, las preguntas juntas para que así nos haga ese favor de responderlas. Sí, claro que sí. Eh, ustedes me lo hacen saber. Y cuando tenga, tengan ya las preguntas que, que ustedes consideren, me las hacen saber y hacemos una segunda entrevista. He said when we get all the questions together and we just let them know and we can do the second interview. Okay. We'll tell him good night. And again, I thank you so, so much for coming on tonight. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. And me and Raymond will be in touch with you very, very soon. But have a great night. I wish you many blessings and a lot of love. Until the next time we see you again on the show. Digo que tenga feliz noche, que le da muchas bendiciones y que y que le da mucho mucho aprecio y mucho amor y que pase una feliz noche. Y... Dígale que igualmente que pasen buenas noches, que le agradezco que se hayan fijado en mí. Le mando un fuerte abrazo, que Dios los bendiga y que pasen buenas noches. He said, have a good night. He's gonna um, wait for a text message and then he mm -hmm. send you a I hope from the distance. ¿En qué dijo de último? Disculpe. No, que, que, que Dios lo bendiga y que pase muy buenas noches. And, and God bless you. Have a good night. Okay, and tell him to make sure he shared the video, share his interview, because I'm sure as many people in Mexico too can learn from a lot of information he shared, not just only the other parts of the world. Comparte el video también para que así mucha gente de México aprenda de usted que él está muy seguro de que también van a hacer muchas preguntas gente de México. Sí, claro que sí, lo vamos a compartir, que llegue a mucha gente, que mucha gente lo vea, y esperemos pronto tener la otra entrevista. Sí, él va a compartir, y esperamos para la siguiente entrevista.
Okay. Thank you very much, Don Chuma. Good night, man, and I greatly appreciate it. You have a good night. God bless. Muchas gracias, Don Chuma. Que Dios lo bendiga y está muy realmente agradecido con usted. Muchas gracias. Thank you, Jim. Good night. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Good night. Good night. Okay. All right. Raymond. All right, brother. That was great, man. I will be talking to you soon. Um, I'll be messaging you soon. I'm gonna go ahead and close the show out, man, and me and you will get right. together on the comments and set up the next interviews. Um, so that's great. All right. So th thank you, thank you very much. You got a lot of compliments uh, in the um, comment section that you did a great job translating. Um, and this is the first show that we ever did a translation, and it's a lot of people even in Mexico saying that you did an excellent, excellent job translating. So we greatly, greatly appreciate you doing that. Uh, and again, we look forward to having more interviews. Um, so you also have a good night. God bless, man. And I'll be talking to you soon. God bless you, brother. Have a good night. Thank you. Thank you. All righty, guys. There you go. Jam-packed, unfiltered information on topics we actually never really covered uh, on Journey to the Pit. Um, Don Chuma a very uh, top-notch competitor in Mexico. If you didn't come on at the beginning, he's competing between two and three times a week. Um, many, many people know him in Mexico. Uh, the guy's extremely good at what he do. He came on and, and shared basically two hours, almost two hours of unfiltered information, talking about selection, structure of the birds, the key, the pointing, the exercises, Everything. This information to me is was jam packed and it was very different than what so many of us was taught. Um, I know a lot of people are going to think, hey, that's how they do it in Mexico. That can't be done anywhere else. But one of the reasons I talked about the climate, the temperature, the humidity to let people know that regardless of where you at, 50 degrees is 50 degrees. Humidity is humidity. You know, they're still in the location he's at. It gets hot. It gets cold. It has high humidity, it has dry humidity, and you know, dry humidity. So you know, at the end of the day, guys, the information I know for me is a lot different than what I hear a lot of other guys do. And with his success record, with his success record, I cannot see why some people would not want to try the stuff that he's doing. So we're going to have him on again to address a lot of the comments in the comment section that we did not get to. Um, I appreciate y'all guys hanging out with us tonight. I know we started a little late. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to Ramon. He did an excellent, excellent job translating. And just to let y'all guys know what's coming in the future, not only do we got Don Chimar coming on again, but we'll, we're setting up interviews for breeders in Peru, uh, Guatemala, and Honduras. Uh, and also some more uh, breeders there also located in Mexico. Uh, we will be doing the um, we'll be doing a translation thing because the thing I think is we able to help even double the amount of people. We able to help people that only speaks Spanish and we able to help people that also speaks English. So I think this right here may be the way we're going to go uh, moving forward so we can gain access to people from all literally from all over the world and all different languages. So. I want everybody to have a great, great night. Um, I appreciate y'all hanging out. Don't forget, guys, I got a new, a small batch of the new hats in. Send me a message. Post a comment. I'll get back to you. Um, send me a DM if you're on Instagram, a message on, you know, on Facebook or, you know, put a comment in the comment section. 
on YouTube. But again, guys, got the new version hats. We got four different colors. This is the original logo. Um, so like I said, guys, reach out to us. They had a good price. We love definitely uh, send us some support um, because, again, it allows us to keep the show going. Um, but but y'all guys have a great, great night. And again, share the information. If you're watching from YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button and that bell notification so you don't miss these live interviews. If you're looking at us from Facebook, make sure you hit that uh, like button and the follow button so you don't miss these live interviews. And guys, there's nobody else in the world doing what we're doing. These interviews are jam-packed. Interviews are jam-packed. They're on YouTube, they're on Facebook, and they're also on the podcast. You can search Journey to the Pit on Spotify or whatever podcast thing you like. This interview will also be on the podcast tonight. So we'll have this interview on the podcast tonight so you can look and listen to it while you're out there on the yard or while you're driving down the road. You don't have to worry about having a video on or watching it from YouTube or whatever. You can just listen to it on Spotify, uh, Journey to the Pit 362 on Spotify or wherever you hear it, listen to your podcast. Um, so y'all have a good night. And I would like to greatly appreciate all our viewers out there from Mexico. We had the largest viewership from Mexico that we have had in all our previous shows. And we look forward to growing them. But guys, have a good night. God bless. Stay focused. Stay positive, And stay blessed. Good evening.